0: Welcome to episode 33 of the Boys in the Basement podcast, coming to you from the subterranean underworld in the middle of Hampshire. What a brilliant show we've got lined up for you today. It's the first show of the new year, and it's got that feeling about it, like that first day back at school, first day back at work. Everyone's a bit down. We've been sat upstairs for about two hours, eating pizza and drinking coffee. But don't let that put you off, because this show is going to be one of the greatest, if not the bestest, most epicest show in the world, because I'm joined by Mr. Swan. Hello, Mr. Parton, you alright there? Amazing. I flicked good. a wire and a phone thing swizzled around, that was good. Excellent good to listener be content. It's amazing to be back. Yeah, it's very exciting. So, it's the first show of the new year. We thought we'd, it's time for a big guest. Yeah. Because you don't want to start the year sort of, you don't want to stagger into you it. Do you don't want to flat. You want to hit it. Yep. So, we've got the one, the only Department of Audiovisual Engineering. Hey. Hello. How are you, Dave? To be honest, I've got a bit of dodgy insides. Okay, so we've got that to look forward to. We've got Dave's dodgy oh, yeah, insides. Dave. <laughs> we've got Mr. Swan's dodgy outsides. Yep. And we've got my dodgy all over. But it is going to be a good show. Like I said, we are properly rusty because this is the first show of 2012 when a lot of things have changed. That's true. Mm. And it's,
1: we haven't done a show for quite a while, have we?
0: No, you're you're already going towards the apology, aren't you? Well, we always we should get out of the way first. All right. At the end of last show, episode said thirty-two. We promised you this would be the Christmas special. You promised it would be the Christmas special. Well, I was the spokesman, but it was a decision we'd all made together. Oh, okay. And I just vocalised it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm so not aware of that. It was the divine word from the Lord. I was merely the conduit. Why right. are you sniggering? Nothing, though, no. Carry on. Right, and Carry anyway, on. we promised you a Christmas special. Um, as you're probably downloading this show now, and what? By the time this show gets out, it's going to be April? About, April? about... April. April. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't know? give him credit. <laughs> yeah, this show is not a Christmas special purely because it's no, now January. it is. It January. is next
2: Christmas special. Yeah,
0: this <laughs> because hopefully we'll get this show out before Christmas 2014. No, but this isn't a Christmas special because what's the point? Christmas has been and gone. New Year's happened and there's no point going back and looking at Christmas, is there?
1: Well, That's a bit negative, isn't it? Yeah, well, you can't. Do, you can't. Did you do have a good it.
0: Christmas? I had. I had a really good Christmas. Well, wow, I had an okay Christmas, but I did get some excellent presents. We're we'll gonna come back to that later on in the show because there's a nice little feature. I've got the listeners to get involved in. Excellent. Yeah, because this good content. This show is crammed full of good content. <laughs> Things we've got coming up today. We've got Dave coming up. We've got Mister Swan coming up, and we've got me coming up. And that is our running order for the show, and you know it's bad when you've got the, uh, <laughs> guests and actual regular presenters make the running order. I'm not
2: even a guest.
0: You are a guest because we are one of our features coming later on. And you have actually got We've got some amazing music coming out today, and this is actually a true thing. We've got music from Mr. James, who are. Friend Jamie Muir from last show, he's been working with Mr James up in Liverpool and we've got a track from him to play. We've also got some music from Laura Will Be King soon and also from Audio Whores. So we've got amazing music and our content today is we're going to get to know the Department of Audio and Visual Engineering because a lot of people have been contacting the show and asking to know who the man behind the legend is, who the man behind the myth is. And let's not forget we've got two other folk in the room today who are just chilling out on the sofa. One of them is ill and she's also French. Hello Mathilde. And we've also got, very specially in the room, a, a person very close to my heart, it's the one and only Lady Battersea, it's her first ever visit to the basement and she's just chilling out on the sofa, she's a bit tired, she's been to San Francisco, but she does pass on her love to the listeners. Cue love. Cue love, <laughs> yeah. that sound you hear is love, so she's here, she's very chilled out but she's very sleepy, because we were running late today so, oh, she had to come along otherwise I'd have never have seen her. Dave, do you want to talk about why we're a bit late today starting the show?
2: I've got a really awkward stain on my crutch. <laughs> yeah, that is the reason the show was late. <laughs> that you so. had
0: an awkward stain. In a nutshell, that's a nutshell. the reason, yeah. Yeah, so why were you a bit late today, Dave? What have you been up to?
2: I went to Gatwick. Oh no, I went to London first.
1: Yeah, how was that? Yeah, it was nice. What did you do in London?
2: No, actually, I hate London.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, you spent about an hour, Dave, talking to me upstairs about how, how dirty you think London is.
2: Yeah, even the pigeons are tame. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> well that's how you judge the dirtiness of a city isn't it
0: <laughs> them damn pigeons
1: <laughs> so you didn't enjoy London no not at
2: all what was the next part of your day um breakfast no that was still in London though oh okay right it wasn't a very good breakfast either so
1: sort of leading on to you know why you were late how does it all link
2: in well, because I said a totally ridiculous time, to be honest. Okay. That, that, was, that was all it was. I was just in a souvenir shop, idly looking at a Big Ben statue, and with a small French boy, yeah, he, he just really wanted this statue. Um, sorry, I'm really struggling to speak. This coffee is starting to really make me twitch. You... So there's nothing like some vintage content so... to start the year with. <laughs> we are the same boys in the basement you know
0: and love. That was Dave. So it's like Mister North never went away. Yeah. We're always Captain. There's something in that chair. It's been cursed. How was your New Year and Christmas, Mister Swan? Yeah, very nice, thank you. Yeah. I didn't see
1: you very much. What were you up to? I did a lot of sleeping. Why I... is that? Are you oh. ill? No, Again. no, I wasn't ill at you're all. Sure? I was fighting fit. But don't sound as, it. You, as you said. It's you work very hard in the build up to it, and then it just you're just knackered, aren't you? And I was exhausted, but it was a nice sort of family-based Christmas. You
2: oh, know? I remember why I was late. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, no, I was, I was, um, I was shopping for an ornamental hen. What for uh, the small French boy? No, 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 no. For Mathilde's sister. She likes ornamental hens. Now that that's basically it. You can continue your conversation. What now. was
1: in that coffee you're drinking, Dave? Sorry. <laughs> An ornamental hen I can't follow that so I'm going to No
0: really I mean maybe that should be the end of boys in the basement yeah. we can never top an ornamental hen <laughs> I think we <we've> peaked <laughs> Did you find the ornamental hen
1: No we found cows instead
0: What, ornamental ones or real ones No
1: nah, not real ones who
3: not take them
1: on Not a in hand. London
0: it would be silly. Not in London they'll be tame wouldn't they yeah. <laughs> They'll be all gathered The pigeons dirty yeah. as well <laughs> Dirty obviously. we probably because we got a lot of listeners from London a yeah, lot we of have, listeners yeah. a lot of bands come from London Yeah. So let's not because I was um, a bit offensive about all of England last show when You're I You're offensive about no, no, no. majority no, of the world no, in No, I was trying to be complimentary about the Mexicans, but made it sound like I wanted to go and live in Mexico. Oh, you did, actually, yeah. Yeah. Because what's nice about this show, is because I've been a bit like lackluster with my editing lately, is this is the first show in a while that we've recorded after the last show before it's actually gone out.
1: Yeah, but we should... Do we want to fire our bolt, though? Because if you then don't edit this show for, like, no, another I'm month... No, i are probably going to edit it, like, now. Okay, that's good. Tonight, I'm okay. going
0: to... I've got Miss Battersea staying around. We're going to stay up all night together editing it. Oh, she no, looks, we're not. She looks so apparently, happy about that. <laughs> apparently we're not. No, Letters of Daisy came on the last show, and they were amazing. So I want to say a big thank you to them. They were excellent. Very popular show. Most excellent. downloaded ever. I think wow. we can say that. Yeah, see? You get the big names on. People thought that we'd gone away, but we came back with a real power punch yeah, to the stomach. You, that's what you got to we've do. Thrusted powerfully forward from the pelvis, and look what we've achieved. <laughs> what was that noise? <laughs> don't
1: do that. Miss oh, <laughs> Battersea didn't like that thrust.
0: Because accompanying the description of a thrust was an actual thrust, but it, it, I don't think it looked it as cool. Disturbing. It was disturbing. I went for cool and I just looked disturbing. <sighs> it's time for our first song on the show now, Mr. Swan. Yeah, what I, is it? It was Mr. James. Ah, Mr. James, show, of course, yes. We had Jamie Muir on and he has been filming with Mr. James. We went all the way out to Liverpool to Ooh. film them. So as a little thank you to Jamie for coming on the show and also doing the marvellous Lessons to Daisy video, we are going to play the Mr. James film that he did. And it's the video from their song, Hurt. So have a listen to this. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about the return of the king.
4: It was three simple words. I didn't know how to use them. Now I'm watching my world slip away. And I just don't know why. It's like I just stop breathing. Because the irony is too much to bear. I had you all to myself, and I just couldn't see it. Chasing my dreams and my tail. People say they can't change, but they never seize the moment. It's a shame that it's always too late. Cause I'm stuck in the past 30 days of confusion, and I know. I talk to myself, and sometimes I wonder what three simple words could have said. Cause I'm stuck in the past, 30 days of confusion, and I know that you're not coming back. Cause I fell off the tracks, and I broke this illusion, and I know that you're not coming back.
3: And I hurt.
4: I know that you're not coming back, cause I fell off the tracks, and I broke this illusion, and I know that you're not coming back, and I heard.
0: We are back now from that. That was a lovely song there from Mr. James and you can find out more about him at mrjamesmusic.com and that is the brainchild of a young lad called Christopher James and what a good lad he is. He describes his music as the sound of yester now, which conjures images of it being both retro but also the future of music and during that song we had numerous tantrums. I lost my Coca-Cola and was strutting around. Dave had to eat some pizza and he had to lick his fingers. It's all riveting stuff that will be available on the red button service that we provide, which you'll find at www.boysinthebasementpodcast.com. Good plug. Good plug. I've got it in there. Well done. Because we're at, what, like 20 minutes into the show now? Yeah, we are, still not plugged the website. Because this show is a bit of a turning point in all our lives. Why? Well, we've had some changes of landlords, haven't we? We have indeed,
1: yeah. It's been big, big uprooting going on. Do you want to talk the listeners through what's been going on? Well, obviously, as everyone knows, for the last nine months, we've had no Mr. North. Some could say that's been a good thing. Some might miss him, in a way. I suppose I miss him a little bit. Do you miss him? Uh, Yes. Yeah, 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 no.
0: no, I bloody don't. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Dave.
1: Anyway, um, but while he's been away, of course, he entrusted his house and this basement in the safe hands of uh, the mute landlord and the audible landlady, um, who have become firm favourites with us and the fans of the show. Um, And unfortunately, though, there is a dark cloud on the horizon. And it can only mean one thing. It means that Mr. North is coming back for good. And unfortunately, the mute landlord and audible landlady had to move out. They're out on their ear. So They're gone.
0: On the streets. And it's been emotional because it has been my first visit to the house since they've been gone. And you can
1: see the changes straight away. It's unbelievable. It's Mr. North's got rid of, he's got it back to that minimalist look he likes. Yeah, it's like someone's sort of, there's been a horrible murder here and someone's had to clean everything up to mm. sort of clear any traces. Everything's of. very straight. Yeah. And I went to the cupboard because when the Audible
0: and mute landlord, used to live here, there was it was corner copic with food. It was an old cupboard for sweets. So I went to the sweet cupboard yep. today. And what did all you excited. find? Right, I found one bag of McCoys yep. and some dog biscuits. Yes. Now, Mister North doesn't even own a dog, so those <laughs> dog biscuits have no right to be there. What's he got bonios tucked away for? Goes with his mane and tail horse shampoo. He uses for <laughs> his hair. All that's left of those beautiful golden years is half a bottle of cream soda and a packet of mozzarella cheese. That's all that's left to show that the Mute Landlord and Audible Landlady ever lived here. And it's horrible. It's sad, isn't it? It's devastating. I loved having them here. And of course, Mr North got wind of the fact we were here tonight and the first thing he said was don't make a mess. I know. Does he know how well
2: behaved we've been the last nine months? It's only because we've been forced by the Audible and not-so-audible landlady and lord getting it the wrong way round. <laughs> no, you were good there, Dave. Oh, that's all right, um, then.
1: Yeah, no, I don't think so at all. We've been proper good. The lot. I'm starting mm. to sound like you, aren't
2: no, no. I? No, 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 it may, it may not have been forced, but subtly suggested.
1: Well, they, they were very good at it anyway.
0: They were amazing landlords. If ever anyone out there needs landlords, they're the ones you need, because they're looking to, to move on and do some house-sitting in other places now. Yeah. So if you, if you want them, because they were amazing, they fill your house with sweets... They're very quiet. And they cook and lemon audible. drizzle cakes. There's lemon, uh, lemon
1: drizzle cakes. Oh, yes. The instant. And do, I remember, love... do you remember that roast dinner that they cooked us? Oh, yeah, I remember that. We were doing a show, weren't we? And we just came up and there was like a massively long table extended, covered mm. in sort of a whole dish for parsnips, roast potatoes... It was amazing because we, we were halfway recording the show and we had that was when we had James
0: we had JW from ELA yeah. merchandise we had Aerie on the show yeah and they said oh, do you want us a quick bite to eat when you're finished we were like yeah that sounds good you yeah. know thinking we'd maybe get a sandwich yeah we got that full roast dinner and then we got apple pie that's it homemade apple pie but out out nowhere and all we've got now is a bag of
1: McCoys and some bonios well, what do you and think Mister I he? I had to buy the pizza what <laughs> do you think Mister North's going to bring back with him though I mean I'm sure he'll have his own brand of hospitality uh, well he's He'll turn the heating off. For
0: yeah, start. that's
1: true. Yeah, it'll be cold. He'll bring that sort of
0: dismal persona. <laughs> He'll bring Nazi m- memorabilia. Yeah, that's true. That's all been lacking. And true. that's sort of because he's, he's very
1: arrogant these ah, days. Ah, but we've missed a trick here because he's going to listen to this episode. So do you think we should spend the next couple of minutes sort of praising him to sort of redress the balance? Yeah. Otherwise, he might throw us out.
0: What we could do is have an episode where you can like, you can choose which half you want to listen to. <laughs> it's like Team Jacob and Team, who's the other one? Edward. 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 <laughs> you like pick a side. <laughs> 'Cause I believe that's a film called The Twilight and I've been watching that lately and it's been very good. I watched the whole trilogy and like Isn't it something to do with werewolves and, werewolves and basically vampires. just
1: men taking their shirts off, isn't it? Yeah.
0: So that was like I would say Mr. North is like a vampire, very clinical, cold, and sort just, of never sleeps, lives blood forever, sucking. blood yeah. sucking, yeah. And the mute landlord and the audible landlady were, like, lovely welves. Warm, cuddly, caring. And we've got to pick a team. So now we'll record a section of the show that's really nice to Mr. North. Yeah. And at the end of it, you can, like, delete where applicable. This is virgin territory, though, going into sort of praising that yeah, let's Mr. try North. and be really nice about Mr. North for the next, like, section of the show. Okay. So how are you looking forward to Mr. North coming back, Mr. Swan?
1: I'm sleep- I've had sleepless nights. I'm proper dead excited about it. Yeah? I'm thinking, in fact, of going down to the ferry port to meet him when he comes back. Yeah, me too.
0: I've, like... Uh, we could have some bunting. We could take the happy birthday bunting and rearrange the letters in happy and birthday to make it spell Mr. North. You're back. Well done. We've missed you. I
2: don't think you'll get that out of yeah, happy it's, Yeah, and that, that
0: is actually an anagram of happy birthday. What, welcome back, Mr. North. We've missed you. Yeah. It's <laughs> <That laughs> quite long, do not don't, don't think about it too hard. It's the no, thing no, you don't, no. don't think about. It. Just accept it. Like, William Shakespeare's an anagram of I'm a weakish speller. That's a true one as well. But let's not get sidetracked by anagrams because the important thing is Mr. North's back. And everyone in Pittsburgh is probably excited. We said a write up in the post about it. Yeah, there'll be we... banners out, there'll be confetti everywhere. Yeah, it's going to be big. It's going to be big. He's really... going to have a whole
2: military parade waiting for him. Yeah. So I've
0: heard. Swastikas everywhere. Yeah, they're so. bringing back Hitler just for the occasion. Bringing back. <laughs> They've reanimated Hitler just for the occasion. <laughs> it's going to be probably good to have him back. And we're all really excited. I know that the French contingent in the corner there. Hello? Hello. She's really excited about having Mr. North back, aren't you? Yeah,
3: I suppose.
0: She yeah. supposes. Yeah, but that's, that's a French person, so yeah, I suppose, is basically euphoria. Zut alors. Because the French are very sort of, they, they hold it all in. They're not known as being a passionate sort of bunch, Oh, no, not they? at all, no. No, <laughs> like having riots and stuff, that wouldn't happen. So we're all really excited about having Mr North back. We're looking forward to his, because we like the tidy house, we like that, straight
1: lines. It's a clinical environment for us to do the show in. So, yeah, what we're basically saying is thank you very much for the last nine months, but welcome back, Mr North. And yeah.
0: we've actually prepared a small montage. We have. Uh, in tribute to the Mute Landlord. It's uh, the Mute Landlord's Best Bits. So, if ever you've seen any programme like Big Brother, or anything like that, at the end of the series, end of the season, they'll do a nice montage. All their best bits, usually accompanied to like Snow Patrol, Chasing Cars. Yeah. So, we've put together this just for you. So, it's the Mute Landlord's Best Bits. Unfortunately, we can't play Chasing Cars because of copyright. So, we've just got the highlights for you to play and we've got a minute montage for you. So, enjoy this The Mute Landlord's Best Bits.
2: Doesn't say a lot, does he?
0: Well, it's all its all come flooding back. Those sort of memories oh. there really bring back all those oh, times. Do you know what? I'm really going to miss the little guy. Yeah, I am as well. Because remember when the lights broke and he just fixed them? That was amazing. We blew up a plug at the start of the show. And no one could fix it.
2: Or when he changed the door handles. Or when he changed oh, the door yeah, handles. Oh, yeah, he put that bolt on
0: the door, didn't he? Yeah. And when he had that BB gun that he fired at the wall. <laughs> and when he had that ornamental spear that he threw through the sofa.
2: And when he started that fire in the bathroom. When he yeah. melted
1: the ceiling on the, and just
2: in yeah. here.
0: I'm really going to miss those days. All those people that used to come round here. I don't know who any of them were. No, well, they right. didn't leave details, did they? A lot of them, I think, lived under the radar. So thank you, Mute Landlord and Audible landlady. And like we say, Liam at Boys If you need any house sitters, they are your people. They will travel no distance is too far. And I don't think there's any more superlatives we can really hurl in their direction. Not really, no. I think we've said enough. And, at the same token, we're really, really looking forward to having Mr North back. It's going to be a great experience for us all. We've missed him terribly. Petersfield's missed their favourite son. And um, those Hitler books are gathering dust, so we need him back here to give him a good thumbing, I think, is what we can say there. (laughs) And on the subject of a good thumbing, there's only one (laughs) band that you want to reach for when you think of a good thumbing, and that is Audio Whores. Now, what I like about Audio Whores is as soon as you hear that band name, you know exactly what you're going to get, don't you? It's not going to be... An acoustic country duo, is it? Oh. You know you're gonna get something rocky with a bit of edge, and these guys got in touch with me and said, We love your podcast, it's one of the best things we've ever heard, and it's probably one of the greatest musical institutions we could ever be associated with. Like that, that was a rough gist of his email, yes, anyway. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're paraphrasing, are yeah. you? yeah. So just cutting out the highlights really, and he said, Have a to us. I listened to them, I actually thought, Do you know what, they're bloody good. So I'm gonna now play one of their songs called Citizen and it's a belter to blow away those winter blues by audio whores. And they're a band made up of five friends who put their heads together in summer of 2010, determined on delivering their own unique style of music to whoever would listen, drawing from a gargantuan ray of influences from Living Colour, Pearl Jam, Rage Against Machine, The Black Crow, Stone Sour, Porcupine Tree, and many more. Recently, they've been busy cutting their teeth in various venues across London, playing tracks from their debut EP Fresh Pots at the Bridge House 2 Comedy Club... Piccadilly and 12 Bar Club in Soho where they have been met with extremely positive reviews. And that was just off the top of my head there and you can find out more about them at facebook.com slash official audio. That was just a quick. I just memorized that description. I just from something I read. Very earlier. good. It was yeah, very it impressive. Just, who, came out of me. I'm like a geezer. I sit on that all the time. That it's a new year and a new year, isn't it? It's a new. I've got a new calendar as well up by a my bed. Of... A lovely present from Lady Battersea. It's oh. a Hugh Jackman calendar. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, because oh, I like him a bit. And <laughs> he's got sorry. his lovely tanned faces by my bed. <laughs> bit so, of a man crush, is it? Bit, mate. Yeah. There's him. We've all got them. Who am I other man David crushes? David Tennant, probably. David Tennant. Yeah, and I've got another one that I've oh, had. Ollie Mers! Ollie Mers! Ollie Mers! Isn't he a cheeky little chap?
1: Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. He's on the a...
0: second
2: time I've heard Do someone Do you know what? Someone told that me
1: that they thought Mr. North looked a bit like Ollie Mers. What?!
2: Oh, no, Mr. North looks like a disabled like... man. Hang on, I also described Mr. North as a cheeky chap.
0: Yeah. Oh, I can't believe you said that. He's one of those
2: people that you wouldn't want to see from the neck down.
0: Who, Ollie Mers or Olly Mr. Mer- North? No, Mr.
2: North? Mr. <laughs> North!
1: Oh, okay, well, thank That's you. That
0: was a bit harsh. More slating
1: of Mr North to come. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, right,
0: this is a very important section of the show because, like I say, we've had lots of emails lately, one of which, actually, was from Brandy Lunetjica. Ah, she wrote us yes. a poem. Really? I've actually got a proper poem. Can you just talk for a second while I find it?
1: Well, I'm very excited about this. Is it written Us a poem or written Mr. Swan a poem? Well, I think she's probably written it to all of us, but it might be about me perhaps. Or perhaps that's me getting a bit ahead of myself. Well, I have uh,
0: yeah, it's a bit about all of us actually, because obviously she's one of our super fans, and when we had that sort of gap where we went away for like two months, she obviously got a bit concerned because as she said, we're the only thing she listens to. She doesn't read newspapers, she doesn't watch TV. The only way Other that people, she knows what's going on. Else? No, the no. only way she knows what's going on is boys and babies. But when we stop, she assumed there'd been like Armageddon. Yeah. So, really so she gave up on life and then we reappeared. She said, "Hello, boys. I'm glad you're back to recording. I've missed you all the time. You were gone, and particularly Mister Swan, and his dreamy voice. Despite the fact that he spends his holidays in homosexual establishments, I have hope that he still desires women these days. Since you are no longer writing poems, and this is because I've just tried to reduce my workload a bit, because obviously I'm a very stressed individual. You don't a lot need the... to. Don't get so defensive about it. <sighs> it's just guilty conscience. You yeah, know, obviously. I'm like, I thought she would submit one to us. So this is her poem to us. Maybe I oh, should I save this to the end of the show. No, no, actually, I you will. can't do that. You just." No because, no, because I always did a poem in so, So we're going to save Brandy's poem to the end of the show and we'll put it to the music and I'll say that I wrote it. So that's a good idea oh, well, for me. Thank you, Thinking Brandy. <laughs> thank you, Brandy, for the poem. She's They've even delegated here. poet
1: laureate of the show. Well, sorry about that massive anticlimax there, listeners. No, it we?
0: wasn't because it's just left in suspense. It's like, um, what's that thing that Sting does? Tantric sex. It's like that when it lasts for hours and then the final release is amazing. Because before that, he's got something even better. We've got the interview with the Department of Audio and Visual Engineering. Yes, that's true. Yes. So here we go. Here's the man. The man who comes in every show. And despite appearances, he's a very talented man.
2: I would have thought I was actually dressed fairly appropriately this evening. He's dressed very well, actually. How
0: well? What's he wearing? Describe it to the listeners.
2: Actually, I've got ketchup-stained trousers on with a hole in my crotch. um, And I'm wearing a red jumper with green...
0: It's quite festive, actually. It's because you probably thought that it was going
1: to be a festive special.
2: Well, yeah, no, exactly. You know, I was expecting bunting and um, crackers and roast dinner. You've got to let
1: go, Dave. You've really got to let go. It's like, it's It's... the 8th of January.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's all I have. Dave's very first appearance on the show was, I believe, last year, just before Christmas, because he came to a show where we had mince pies and crackers. So he's become accustomed to this now. It's true. So a a
3: whole
0: year ago, this man burst onto the scene, a little known man, a little voice, holding a guitar... Uh, and he has risen to the ranks to become our main man for audio. So whenever we have live bands in, he is the man we get in, because he's a very talented sound engineer. So, Dave, what's it like working with the Boys in the Basement project?
2: Well, to be honest, I'm going to say more or less exactly the same as I did last time I was here, and it's a, it's a shambles. <laughs> but no, 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 it's, 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 it's quite fun, to be honest. I like you guys. And what's the vision? Yeah. Where do you see the show going, Dave? Because you've got some big ideas this year, haven't you? Um, I want to make Boys in the Basement the next... Um, um, sorry, I don't know
0: uh, So you want to make it the next blah, 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 Well I'm blah, very blah, blah. hopeful yeah. after that, after that <laughs> I give up the day job it's a, You've got the Martin Luther King speech <laughs> you've, got the, you've got the Charlie Chaplin speech as well And then you've got that speech A call to arms <laughs> But what sort of ideas do you have for 2012 Dave? What would you like to see us doing more of and less of?
2: I would like to see some content for a start. That's <laughs> that be quite be, damning. <laughs> that cut me deep. <laughs> well, that would probably be quite good. And to be honest, I think when Mr North does come back, I think we should try and be nice to him for a little while. Um, oh, where's
1: the fun in that? All right,
2: well, just define a little while. Well, 30 seconds. Maybe. Oh, That's allowable. <sighs> Is it? No, that's still can, quite long. We can agree to We, that. we yeah. can spread it out over the course of the next year, if you like <laughs> Also half a second a day.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Even that's pushing it. So have you got any big projects lined up for us, Dave, that you could see us sort of spearheading?
2: Well, I presume you'll be doing something live again. That would be quite fun, wouldn't it? Doing something on the air. Why don't <laughs> we get boys in the basement to go on Radio 1?
1: I'd love that. I'm all for that. If it's... you could arrange it, then yes.
0: Yeah, me side by side with Hugh Stevens. <laughs>
2: No, I don't think that's gonna happen. No. Why? No, 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 no. I was thinking more of what's the boat that does that political show? Political Political Show <laughs> Political Show? Andrew on Mars. Ra- what on Andrew radio one?
0: <laughs> no, 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 that's radio two. Yeah. saying we have to start maybe on like radio five and work up.
1: <laughs> I can't see you fitting. Well, in we your could head. do
0: excellent sport coverage. I'm good at sport. You, We've know, no- you know nothing about sport. Uh, hang on. The other day I went go-karting and I beat everyone. Now that is a sport. It is motor sport. It's yeah, just about. It's driving. That it? is hurtful. Because if, <laughs> if only because I'm
2: good at it, I'm properly good. And football, I used to do that a little bit as well. <laughs> well yeah, we and your attempt it. at cycling went ever so well. Yeah, I was very busy that day. I had a bad back. I seem to remember Mr. North having some fun. Oh, yeah, really he didn't. S- it involved me cycling around a silly little village somewhere, screaming your name at 8.30 in the morning. Oh, yeah, because you were trying to work out where Lady Battersea lived. That was Because you thought it. I was her house. We were trying was... to do a bit of detective work. Whereas my detective work didn't work so well, because <laughs> just shouting, Liam! <laughs> uh, in the middle of a village on a Sunday morning, yeah. it, it wasn't very good detective work. Seeing as he didn't want to be found in the first place. Mm,
0: I was well hidden that day. It were. was nice, but no, because I have had a go at sports. I used to do badminton at school as well. And I have often been 10-pin bowling as well. And those are all sport. And I've played darts. Except you've got one in your gut. Excuse me. Oh, yeah. That time when I was a sound man on West Side Story. Was, <laughs> you I, were a sound man? Yeah. I, well, no, I was technical team. And effectively, my job was to change the batteries in all of the wireless <laughs> microphones. And that was all I was allowed to do. Um, right. And I was on he st- had
2: an accident doing that. No. Too. And I was
0: on stage, right. And on the set, there was a dartboard. And you could walk behind the dartboard. That's it. And I was stood behind the dartboard, putting up some wire or something, and then someone was playing darts, and they missed the dartboard, and I got a dart wedged in my lower abdomen. And i still got a little scar there to this day, and I walked around with a dart hanging out of me. Oh, so but no schools don't have nurses, do But they, no, yeah. the thing, because oh, it was after school, because it was a play, and yeah. I didn't want to ruin ever the pool. I didn't want to lower morale oh, of everyone. I was on the technical team, right? And someone said, oh, your stomach acid is going to leak out of you and kill you. Like the time I, I tripped over and a pencil went in my hand, I've still got the lead
2: in my hand. Or well, the where. time when we were in that petrol station and your back went... Oh, that was hot. No, wait, was that on the way back from a gig when you I was off, half- and you turned up looking like a zombie?
0: Yeah, that was a horrible night. And You brought me about five hundred energy drinks. If you've just tuned in, this is not medical chat. <laughs> <laughs> we're with Although, Mr. Lou, medical chat with is Doctor. Parton because I've I think it's
1: good to encourage people to take better care of themselves. We should just say that West Side Story was a hit production.
0: Hang on, hang on oh, you, can't
2: see, you can't just give out medical advice as being don't get a dart in your belly. <laughs> That's good advice. Well, I suppose. But... But
0: as Mr Swan alluded to, West Side was a total success. And a big A lot success. of people said technically
1: it was very It was well very run. technically sound. Were you yeah. in the play? No, but I did go and see it was good. You didn't even see anything. I was hidden. Yeah, no, no. It was very good. Stage. And none of the microphones ran out of battery. Exactly. Despite He did a very good job. Yeah. And then the next
0: year, I was allowed to be on the technical team again. And yeah. what I did is I held a rope in the hanging scene of... Um, oh, what was that play? Oh, the one with the vicar in. That Oklahoma. The one? No, no. The one written by uh, Alan Bennett. Oh. The vicar of Dibley. No, that wasn't written by Alan Bennett. There was a play written by Alan Bennett. It was called... And it had the, the miserable... Father Ted. No, it had the... You're just saying things of a vicar in. It had the suicidal young man in. It had the vicar... Oh, I'm going to have to research that off-air and get back to it in the last section of the show. But the important thing here is we talk about getting to know the Department of Audioficial Engineering. Oh, yeah, that's what we're Dave, about. you have recently moved out of your house and become a homeowner. What is it like, and is it nice to live with the French contingent?
2: Yes, it's nice to live with the French contingent. The house is nice, but there is a distinct possibility of mould poisoning. Why is this? Because there's mould. Yeah, but how's it going to get in you? Well, I'm going to breathe it. Or I could eat it, but that wouldn't be very nice. No, don't eat mould. No, no, no. Because I
0: came round to a little house, and it's amazing. It's like being... It's a cross between a galleon and a ski chalet.
2: Yeah, well, we're trying to go for a very nautical theme with it, you see. Mm. We've got boats everywhere.
0: I
1: didn't
2: know you were very nautical. I'm not nautical at all. It just looks quite nice,
0: doesn't it? No, well... Uh, <laughs> and, and he's got something that Mr North would like. He's got, like, a drinks cabinet. There's a globe, so you open the globe and the drinks are inside are you it. You're
1: joking. I've always wanted one of those.
0: Dave you, is living our from? dream.
2: 30 quid from a shop.
0: You're joking. <laughs> from a shop. <laughs> Other ways of getting stuff is available. You're, you'll have
2: to tell me off air which shop. OK, well, I can tell you which area is Oh, it. OK, go on. It's called Shambles, and it's in Horndean. It's quite a nice little shop. I go in there every week. They know me now. Because, <laughs> because whilst we're talking about
0: home ownership, we've got a little man here who's in a lot of bother. Mr Swan, as we all know, one man, no luck, the musical's on the way, don't you worry, is a man who will stumble in his life from drama to drama. And he's one of the most lovely men you're ever likely to meet. He doesn't bring it on himself at all. But you've got yourself in a bit of a pickle, haven't you, Mr Swan? I have.
1: I am in a bit of trouble, actually, yes. Do you want to talk to listeners about it? <laughs> Well, actually, I'd like to appeal to anyone. I am homeless in a week's time, uh, through no fault of my own, um, befitting the one-man-no-luck tradition. I think, as people remember, about a year ago, almost exactly to the week, I moved out into my own flat with two very good friends of mine who happened to be a couple. They have, unfortunately, um, gone there at separate ways recently and both had to go home. They split up. They have split up, indeed, yes. And I can't stay in the flat on my own. So... Unfortunately, the obvious choice would be to go home. Upon me leaving home a year ago, my parents were so overwhelmed with joy that they immediately gave my room to my sister and turned her room into a library, which means I now have no room to go back to. I thought you had the conservatory. Uh, Yeah, but very cold at the moment. That's only really not much privacy. My
2: shed—it's got a lot of mouse poo in it at the moment, though.
1: Funnily enough, that's actually one of the best offers I've had, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wicked! But um, see you Tuesday. I would (laughs) now I've got another week. I've got more time, (laughs) and I've got this. That's what I wanted to ask: if there are any listeners who perhaps fancied having me there just for a short while, you know, we could work on like a rotor basis. I could move around different people's houses. Brandy, this is your chance. He's homeless and wanting. Yes, a bed. I need a bed. I need somewhere. So, to what sleep. do you need?
0: If someone's going to have it, what are the things you need? If you were given well, ideally, five things
1: that you need of a house, what five things do you need? Right, I'd need it to be secure. How secure? And not going to fall down. Okay. So locks not- on the door. Yeah, locks on the door. Be sort nice. Sort of matching my own room. That would be good because I don't have that at the moment. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else? Some nice company. Oh, so you're getting fussy. Really? Yeah.
2: So no. you don't want to live alone then.
1: Well, I would like to live alone, but unfortunately, at the moment, financial constraints being what they are, it's not practical.
2: You could get yourself a sugar, Mama.
1: Do you uh, know where there is one?
2: Yeah. Really? Are oh,
1: thinking of the sugar monster? Ah, <laughs> really? yes. I'm not living with a sugar monster. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, if anyone would like to have me there, then I'd be very grateful. Okay, you haven't thought about sleeping in the basement, have you? I'm happy to rent it out to you. How would North. Mr. North react to that? Would well, you know, actually, he did say to me when he first found out. He said, oh, that's very bad news, Mr Swan. He said, if only I'd bought a two-bedroom house. And I thought, well, I thought, that's a very nice sentiment, but it doesn't mean no good whatsoever. And he said he wouldn't let me sleep down here because it's what? just it's not fit for human sort of So he'd rather occupation. see you homeless. I mean, no Schindler, is he? I have got the sofa at my parents' house. Oh, brilliant. But I'll probably be chronically deformed within about a, a, two or three weeks of sleeping on that. So well, that's a plea,
0: basically. Yeah, it's a plea. Liam at com. Any offers and... He's desperate, so he will live anywhere. Any offers, he will take. So any listeners out there got anywhere. It could be our new feature. It could be called Home for the
1: Boy okay I could go to live at a different one for, every, for each two weeks between the show yeah we'll record little
0: features
2: what about that guy that really liked you he he seemed quite nice didn't he oh the gay man yeah the gay man
1: what, what was his name Chuck oh Chuck, I Chuck. Know, he wouldn't, my big gay following he wouldn't be interested in me going out there he'd want Mr. Palmer no, but going. pretend
0: that I was you because he doesn't really know what we look like because we're radio you could just learn
1: to imitate my voice perfectly I don't think anyone could do that no you just have to be really annoying yeah just be <laughs> annoying
0: loud and if anyone else starts talking talk over them and that's essentially you just have to talk character. like this all the time Maybe. Exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chippity yeah. Dave, Dave could go out and pretend to be me and chuck but I
2: But I, I'm not homeless and ah. I'm not gay. Yeah. No, I'm not, not suggesting that you need to be gay to move out somewhere.
1: What yeah. I would like, though, is. is So if you have an offer that's better than Dave's shed, then get in touch. Okay. Otherwise, it's going to have to be Dave's shed
2: and the mouse poo. And probably okay. the mice. No, I killed the mice. But they're now in the bins, which are also in the in, in the shed. Which. um <laughs> But, but basically, I ran out of space in my bin over Christmas. What, which... for a mouse? Yeah, well, no, but there was... Mouse are renowned for
0: being the smallest living thing known to
2: human yeah, beings. But once the rigor mortis kicks in, they don't tend to <sighs> compact very far. <laughs> how Believe my... me, I've tried. Okay, well, whilst we figure out how to fit mice into wheelie bins, because apparently it's
0: harder than it sounds, we're going to have our final song of the show. And the last two have been quite, woo, big numbers, so we're going to bring it down now. This is a song from someone who contacted me. I think she comes from Bath. She's someone called... Laura will be king soon and she's got a lovely sound to her and very much in keeping with the sort of Tiffany Francis brigade from a few shows ago so have a listen to this when we come back we're going to um, well, we give you the answer for you about what play I may or may not have held a rope in while someone hung themselves we're also going to have the news and then we're going to hear about an exciting thing happening for Mr Swan and then we're going to have Randy's poem you don't want to miss that so uh, have a listen and we'll be back When my
5: knees grow weak with you And there's nothing I can Let's fly over heaven, sin. I'm with you, but can't say a thing.
0: from laura will be king soon i love that chat it was very very good a lovely way to end the show so thank you for getting in touch with us laura and if you want to find out more about her it's http dot slash slash laura will be king soon laura spelt l o r a dot wordpress dot com so have you got that was that delivered succinctly in a way that everyone could listen shall i say it again?
2: You missed out the www www no, no, dot
0: dot 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 slash slash. No, it's the other way round. The other way round. H t t dot com slash org slash r u slash h t t dot slash slash Laura spelt L-O-R-A will be king soon all one word dot wordpress dot com and I like her sounds a lot and she looks like a quirky and upbeat individual and
1: let's just hope they can, we can find her yeah let's hope <laughs> she
0: gets in touch with us again <laughs> if you can't find her just come to the boys in the basement website uh, com, and all the links from the show will be on there it's a great site you should definitely check it out it's one of the finest bits of web space in the world right now as i promised we are nearing the end of the show and that means some very exciting things are going to happen the first of which is going to be mr swan's big medical announcement what's happening to you mr swan
1: Uh, circumcision yes he's being (laughs) circumcised but not his penis his eyes (laughs) it's not all that exciting but but liam wants to make a big thing out of it i i will be having next month laser eye surgery he's gonna
0: be a cyclops
1: no, I don't the think they take one away. Oh, oh! I thought you meant you're going to get laser. <laughs> no, no, powers they in just correct my vision, so I will no longer need my trademark glasses. Because you'll need that when you're living in that shed. Perhaps we'll, um, perhaps we'll put them up as like a sort of <gasps> prize for like yeah. for the listeners to sort of <laughs>
2: stick them on eBay. Right.
1: No, I, don't, I don't, we can sell them for charity. We could, uh, would anyone put, put any money in for them? I reckon they would. i think they could just be a competition got prize. How many super
2: fans have you got? Well, one, I think. Brando, oh, I okay. thought you had the other one. What was that? Well name?
1: Oh, uh, Livy. Well, I hope she's still listening, but we haven't heard from her for a long time. Get in touch, Livy, if you are still listening. And then you a...
2: can buy his glasses.
1: <laughs> win them. Win them. We're not going to sell them. Come
0: well, on. I thought
2: it was like a charity auction. No, no, no. No, we, we
0: can't make money. make money. Remember all that trouble yeah. the BBC had for running competitions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd be skimming money off the top with casual aplomb. We'd be in yeah. all sorts of trouble. Exactly. Uh, okay. So,
1: no, the glasses will be redundant, and I will be... Down to two eyes instead of four. It's going to be amazing. I want to come and film the procedure. You're not coming they, anywhere
0: near they slice the off the top of your eye and fold it open and then, you and then fold it. It's not the top. quite like that. It's exactly <laughs> like that. I saw a video on YouTube of a man who ended up with no head because it went wrong.
2: <laughs> what else can go wrong, Liam?
0: You could lose an arm leg. You could die. You could be blind. You could end up in a tree. Any of these things could happen. It's properly bad. Okay. But no, we wish you well, mate. Thank hope, you very it much, yeah. <laughs> hope it yeah. all goes well for you. Yeah. Before you go and end up blind, you've got to do something very important soon. Oh, I think I know what this is.
3: The news This is the news. This is the news. This is the news. This is the news.
0: News It's the news. Do you think it's about time we change that really old-fashioned news jingle? I think we could do this a couple of new jingles, actually. Yeah, maybe yeah. we should. Right, we're going to cut on. But importantly, now we're going to do the actual news, and I've picked four headlines here. What I do is I read them out, and then we pick one in the basement to go and delve further into. The rest of them, just look on the internet for them because they're probably just as good. So these are the four headlines I've picked. One of which I maintain is the greatest headline we've ever had on this show. So, first one. Museum of Failed Inventions opens. Headline number two. Pilot shocked to see shark fly past. Headline number three. Goat riding monkeys raid a farm. And finally. Man drags piano up a mountain to play to the elephants.
1: So which one of those are well, we going to pick? It's got to be the monkeys. Story. Has it?
2: Well, it just has to be.
0: For, it? I, for Dave, goat riding monkeys, because the actual picture is a monkey riding a goat. No. Can I see the picture? Of course, he hangs. I'm going to now pass this to Mr. Swan, who will read the news to us succinctly and beautifully.
2: It really is a monkey riding a goat.
0: But I haven't read the story, so I don't know if it's as funny as the actual headline suggests. It's a oh, shame you've it's not done whole, this isn't isn't on It's a
1: Chinese news story. Is it? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Swan's Chinese news. Look at the names <laughs> New... in here. Lots of X's, are there? lots of wise and y's brilliant right here we go ok goat riding monkey raised farm a Chinese farmer is claiming that a goat riding monkey keeps sneaking onto his land to steal his vegetables Yi Shu of Donghuang Guangdong province says the animals are owned by a neighbouring circus he claims the pair sneak into his field nearly every day eat a lot of vegetables and damage many others this has been going on for two weeks since the acrobatic troop was first stationed here he complained Yi says the clever monkey first stands on the goat's back to make sure the coast is clear before launching his raids. If the monkey sees that nobody is working in the field, he rides in on the goat and they start eating and causing trouble. A circus spokesman admitted there was nobody to keep an eye on the animals after they had finished their part of the performance. We have compensated Yi Shu and we are sorry for our neglect, says Wu Jun, the troop leader. Wu said he was now recruiting more animal keepers to prevent the pair from getting out of hand again.
2: What kind of shambolic circus are they running? A bear
0: Chinese mi- circus. Bear in
2: mind what show you're on, that's sort of yeah. circus
0: we would do. But no, what do we think of that news story? I thought it was an excellent news story. Because when I saw that headline, I thought it had the potential to be the single best headline ever and I think the news story lived up to the hype. It's a lovely image. It's, it's lovely quite nice. Does that one deserve to go on the wall? Oh I think so yeah. Can we'll you pin p- it on the
1: wall for me yeah, please? Yeah we'll
0: put it on the wall. But I enjoyed that and sorry for the fact it was from China Mr. Swan.
1: No I don't mind I'm used to it
0: by now I think I might try and get a job out there. Oh I forgot to research what play I was meant to research for the listeners.
1: Oh I don't think anyone's... Oh well I'm bothered I have to put it Email
0: me Liam at com and I will email you the answer if you want to know what play I once held a rope in to stop someone actually being hung It's good to know that I was given such important jobs yeah, the mind boggles really, doesn't it? Very much so. Right, so we have this poem now. Yeah, let's have a Because it's now poem. about like, what's about four in the morning? We've had to wait long enough to hear it. So. Okay, so, right, back in the old days I used to write a poem every show. But then I got bored. I got, well, no, I got a creative block. So now listeners have started submitting poems to make up for the fact I'm an inadequate human being. So, this poem doesn't have names. I'm going to call it Never Push Your Granny Off A Bus. So here we go. <laughs> in your absence, I felt such despair. My week sorely commenced without my favourite boys there. No Mr. Swan, a lilting voice, luring me to lovacious dreams in haste. No Mr. Parton's unabashed, rejoice with his eccentric fashion taste. Oftentimes I did fret, will I ever hear them? My hopes remained unmet, but I did not condemn. But when you finally came back, I knew my weekly dose of boys in the basement I would not lack.
1: That was very nice.
0: Bravo. Mm. Oh, Thank-, <laughs> Thank you, Brandy. That was very, very good. I enjoyed that. For an American, I think that was very good. Because <laughs> often, they're not very good, but she's got some you nice... Nearly, you
1: nearly went the whole show there without insulting an entire race. Well, know You're calling them a race now? No. <laughs> oh, Dave, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's the race for life.
0: But no, that's a properly nice way. Thank you very much, Brandy. For Thank you, in. Brandy. She does say yeah. at the end, I'm a terrible poet, but I hope you enjoyed it anyway. that we did, my ladle. And also, she's found out that we've been stalking her and we've blown her cover on Facebook. Oh, uh, yeah. Because like, she changed her name on Facebook she was getting stalked and then we went and blew her fake name. She right, she's and... actually
2: getting stalked on Facebook? Yeah, so she yeah. had to
0: change her name on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and Sorry. we went and blurted it out because <laughs> I found out so, her witness herwitnessprotection.com, so that was probably the last email she ever sent. <laughs> so, that's one less listener. Fantastic. And what a show it's been. It's actually been a really good show, because starting the show, we were a bit nervous that we didn't essentially have much to talk about. Yeah, and how wrong we were. Because actually, we've actually had, there was actually proper stuff we should have talked about that we forgot to. That we should have talked right. about. <laughs> because we are now taking bookings for all of our live music for the first half of 2012. So, we should have mentioned that. Way, way back in life.
1: We, we really should.
0: Not just shoehorning the, end, in just the, the, the church of England. It's not just been banged on the end to put morals in. No, this year we're taking bookings because we want to have more live music in the basement. We've got the Department of Audiovisual Engineering on hand, ready to go. Raring. I've never seen such ebullience from a human being. It's bubbling over the effervescence. So if you are a band or if you're a person who can play an instrument, or even if you just play the harmonica and you're really good, get in touch with us and we'll see if you're any good and we'll get you down here because it's probably nice to come to this basement. You get pizza, iron brew, and possibly rosé wine so what more could you want from a night out
1: nothing actually exactly that's my ideal night in, in th- bed to go home to in his case yeah we've got a bed <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> a, for that just day, somewhere man. to go home to but no <laughs> do come along
0: contact me liam at boysinthebasementpodcast.com you can find out also on Facebook and the Facebook group is facebook.com slash uk. do not go to facebook.com slash boysinthebasement without the UK because that's the horrible American show that got shut down Dan and now, Norris Dan Norris where, are, where you? are you shut down and asking to be my friend on something called linker or whatever it is <laughs> go to boys uh, facebook.com slash Boys in the Basement UK and find out all our info we've got videos photos everything you could ever want we've also got a monkey riding a goat so that's you wouldn't want to miss that so please go there and let us know if you're properly good at and we've also got coming up in this see more stuff I should have put in the bit of the show we were padded Gatefest is happening this year, and we're looking for acts. We want really good acts to come to Gatefest. Last year it was pretty amazing, wasn't it, Dave? It was absolutely splendid. What did you think of Gatefest last year, Mr. Swan? I really, really enjoyed it. What did I you think it. of Gatefest last year, Miss Battersea? I loved it. She loved it. I got
5: Kings of Leon tickets.
0: She won Kings of Leon tickets from an auction that I did. So, right. <laughs> Gatefest 2012 is going to be even better than that. If you're an act, then come along and, and you know let's know we're going to get you on there. It's going to be amazing. So that's important content we should have spoke about. when I mean, we were talking about. I'm glad we buried that. Most nobody's <laughs> going to be listening by this point. They're going to miss all the important stuff. If you made it stuff. this far, then you are a true friend of the show. So you deserve to have this proper content.
1: I think that's really all I've got to say this week. Anything final from you, Mr. Swan? No, I would just like to say it's lovely to be back. It's nice to be back in the saddle mm. again. Goodbye to the uh, mute landlord and the audible landlady.
2: Welcome back, Mr. North. Yeah, I think we and... should have a round of applause. Personally, they've been jolly lovely. Here's fans. a round so of applause. Yeah, sh- The Mute Landlord and Audible
3: Landlady.
1: And, um, yeah, if people could email in and and perhaps offer me a, a roof or a bed for the night, then that would be great. Thank you. So now you just want a roof? (laughs)
2: <laughs> I yeah, so just going to turn up a just builder's
1: merchant. Something just to keep. Here keep here's, here's that roof you want Something to keep me
0: right, dry, son. to be right, son, I've got some car cartgate down for you I was going to be something out a minder.
1: Well, I'm going to be, otherwise <laughs> it's a tent so like in the I
0: back garden A tent? It's gone down to a tent now <laughs> This man really is that desperate He's going to become the new swampy Live up a tree and ride a bike to work With the sort of casual gay aplomb that he carries through his life One man, no luck Look, not why words, mate, the words of the listeners And on that bomb show, it's probably time to end the show How's it been to be here, Dave?
2: That's really lovely.
0: Yeah, have you enjoyed your guest appearance?
2: Well, same as always, really. It's yeah. That's nice, yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm happy. Good. Well, that's all we could ever ask from you. Uh, yeah,
0: listeners, that's been the Department of Visual Engineering. I hope you've got to know the man behind the legend. This man is a qualified sound engineer. Don't you forget that. He's also good at the piano, good at guitar. Not so good at finding ornamental hens, though. That's probably your only weak point as a human being.
2: Well, wow, it's not a bad weak point to have, really.
0: No, there's worse things you can have as a man. Obviously, me, I'm free of weakness. It's amazing. But it has been a great show. Thank you very much. Next week, we've got Ismar coming in all the way from Sheffield to come and talk to us about all his latest I thought projects. he was from Bosnia. No, he's from Bosnia. <laughs> then he went to live in Sheffield, and now he's coming to Boys in the Basement. everyone. So, I mean, right, if you're going to query, how did Paddington Bear end up in Waterloo Station if he came from Peru? That's what I want to know.
1: Yeah, think about that. Exactly. He's, he's got you there, Dave. Yeah, Virgin, yeah,
3: yeah. Virgin, or any other airline? Virgin oh, other not... airlines are available. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. B- Perf- no, good. Yeah. B-A, yes,
0: B They're pretty good. I've heard rumours. Lies, lies, lies. <laughs> Before we're done for slander, yeah. flybe.com dot com. Right there. right there. Woo! They're all great, yeah. But you know, you'll probably crash and die. And on that bombshell, <laughs> avoid aviation altogether. It's a terrible way to travel when you've no. got feet. <laughs> Bipedalism is the primary form of human locomotion. If we were Born to fly, we'd have wings, and look how Icarus turned out. That's all I'm gonna say, alright? Look at Greek mythology, you can learn an awful lot from it, alright? Think that's fair? Any arguments there? No, not right, at all, wait. no. Oh. That was very succinct, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought brilliant. I thought a good way to make a point is yeah. to quote Greek mythology.
1: Anyway, I think anyway, this is the most garbled <laughs> exit. Right, let's bring it all
0: back together because we have been, this is Peter'sford's premier podcast, yeah, 10,000 listeners around the world. <laughs> possibly a few less after this. But do tune in. Next week's show is going to be great. and Then we're going to start our season of live, live, live music. We've got some great acts signed up for you. Don't want to miss that. Mr. Swan is going to be here next show Mr North is going to be back next show I'm always going to be here like a bad penny that won't go away because that's how I am we've had some excellent people on the sofa the French contingent and Lady Basties let's give them a hand
3: <laughs>
0: and we've also been here and we've been dead good as well and if you want more of this then tune in next week and on that bombshell it really is time for us to finally end the show <laughs> it's like a dog that won't die this is <laughs> Boys in the Basement the premier podcast on all of Petersfield boysinthebasementpodcast.com you want to listen we are amazing we have been the boys this has been the basement you have been the listener goodbye goodbye Bye.